Welcome back to Kingdom Cast. It's your host, Bad Lil Chuck. We're back at it again as we're officially in the offseason mode. Uh, I'm going to be re reviewing the 2021 season, uh, weeks one through four. Um, before we get into that, I'd like to introduce everybody. Uh, country to the top left hand corner of the screen. Yes, swap sides. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sometimes that happens. But uh, bottom left of the screen is Kylie. And the bottom right hand of the screen is Boogie. So, yeah, um, like I said, we're going to be reviewing the season, um, how everything went and everything, what we got right, what we got wrong, uh, what we may have missed, and, um, you know, moments from the shows in the past, too. So before we get into all that, though, um, let's let's talk about – let's go to you, Boogie, because um, you wasn't on the last episode when our season ended. <laughs> you got a different perspective from, you know, as far as, like, your g game experience, pre-game, in-game, all that stuff, man. So – you know, how did you see everything from your perspective as our season ended last week? Uh, I, I was feeling like y'all was feeling, man. Of course, I was pissed. I was, uh, yeah, that, that game was crazy seeing it live. You, know, you, you kind of had that feeling. You know, the old Chiefs we used to have that when we get down by, like, what, two possessions. We know the game was over with Alex Smith. But then, you know, the other thing with Andy Reid, since we since he been here, when he get that lead, no matter who we play, if we get two two out of early in the game, it's like he take his foot off the gas. It's always been a narrative with him. So, I mean, that's exactly what it was. That and you said Mahomes. We kind of you you kind of could just see something was off, man. Second half, like I know at the game, I kept saying we still haven't scored yet, like. It was crazy, man. That was definitely probably Mahomes' worst half. But, I mean, it, it is what it is. I think, I mean, we'll be back. We're going to always be in the thick of things. So, I think we'll be okay. But I am worried. I mean, all year they were talking about Mahomes got figured out. He, now, it may have some merit to it. Bengals may have him figured out. This two times they done did all that to him. I mean, I don't know. It's going to be tough, though. I, I think we'll be back, but I don't know. Just knowing that we were, what, two, three plays away from, like, having three, four rings, it just show you how close the league is. But that D4 at offsides that Mahomes running in, we could have had, what, two more rings right there. Now we only got one. Kind of hurt, but, I mean, it is what it is, man. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so the end of the half, like when we, when we walk off the field with no points in that situation, what is the stadium like then? Because I know it was rocking before that, but did, did that kind of suck some of the air out of the stadium? Yeah, I mean, it, it was just one of them plays, though. I thought we should have took the points, but I mean, the crowd was cool there. I think that second half we start seeing. Come on, Caleb. Too early for that, man. Yeah, man. It's, I don't know. Stadium, I mean, they were still rocking. Still rocking and rolling. Bengals fans was quiet. It was all fun and games, you know. Everything was normal. But then second half, I think, like after we went, what, three and out, then just like did it again, it was like, oh, shit, hold on. They offense really stalling. So I think it was more of that. At the half, it was still 
temperature was still cool for the most part. Everybody was still thinking it was going to win. Yeah, yeah we're not going to go on that game. <laughs> Bringing back all these old feelings. <laughs> trying to move on. Yeah, but, yeah. I want to go to I want to go to Caleb's comment, man, because I ain't watched a lick of the Pro Bowl, man. I just seen the clip where Mahomes threw the pick, and I was like, oh, so I guess he's throwing this game too, huh? It was in a joke, uh, man. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, Chiefs fans, they have they have gone into that mode like, man, I think Mahomes might have threw that game, dog. You know, just – I don't know, man. It looked a little suspicious. Okay, okay. Here's the, here's the conspiracy theory. They told Mahomes at halftime, all right, we're going to let you go to the Super Bowl. Well, we got to have the Rams win. And Mahomes was like, I'd rather not go. (laughs) 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 No, hey, bro, look, you got to laugh about it now, bro. Like, you can't can't just stay stuck into the sewer and the bad times, bro. You got to eventually move on. Come out on the other side, like Boogie said. We always gonna be in the thick of things. We mm-hmm. always gonna be in contention. We always gonna be in that conversation. Not to say they don't need to improve, because this this is gonna be a fun off season. Because I think it's gonna be a lot of changes, a lot of changes that we're gonna be able to touch on. Speaking of changes, we do have a, a D line coach that we just hired, Joe Cullen. Is it Cullens? Collins? Collins? Cullen. No, okay. I thought it was Joe. I, I thought it was Joe Coley. Joe, he might be Coley. I think it's Coley. Y'all right, He's Joe Coley. Coley. Joe Coley. Yep, yeah, yeah for the Jaguars. So yeah, yeah. So we we do got a we got some new blood in there. Uh, we did a little Kafka, uh, possibly mm-hmm. losing Eb. Um, Pranny had a good interview. I think the Saints <laughs> is a good fit for Eb, even though they got to give him some time because they in Cattail. They don't have a quarterback. They got uh, – they didn't cap hell. I said that twice because they didn't, like, really, really in cap hell. You know what I'm saying? So they got to give them a max of five years. Don't give them three years and expect them to be in the playoffs, bro. He got to do a lot of work out there. But um, losing Kafka, losing uh, possibly EB, losing uh, Matt House, you know what I'm saying? So it's going to be some new blood in there, bro. What – yeah. Somebody told me you got it. <laughs> Caleb, I'm down, bro. Calm down. I'm gonna say this, man. I'm gonna say this. Uh, the Rams gotta pay for that stadium somehow, man. I'm just gonna say that real quick. But uh, <laughs> all right. But far, well, but as far as <laughs> as far as EB goes, as far as Eric BNB goes, man. Um, we'll see on that, man. I honestly think the Saints going to end up hiring Dennis Allen because Dennis Allen been there and everything. So I, I truly don't think Eric Beam is going to get hired because yeah. to me, they're using his name because Brian Flores put they put the NFL's feet to their fire, man, over this Rooney rule nonsense. So that's why Eric Beam's name came up again. You know what I mean? You I hope he gets a job. But, you know. <laughs> now, are, are you concerned? I know I've seen a lot of people tweeting like, oh, my gosh, if we lose Kafka and EB, like we're going to be in trouble. But I've also seen some people like, oh, no, it's good. Like, let's get some fresh coaches in. Like, how do you feel? Like, would you be all right if we lost to EB? It's like this. When when everything's going bad, it's EB's fault. When everything's going good, it's Andy's fault. At the end of the day, 
it's still Andy Reid. Like, right. That's the only person I would be concerned losing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all Andy Reid at the end of the day, whether you believe EB Colin plays or you're not, or you believe Kafka made Mahomes into this super quarterback that I don't really think he did. I, like, <laughs> Kafka is like a myth. Like, we heard all this stuff he did, but have we seen it? Like, do we know for sure? Can we point to say that's Mike Kafka did that? Like, I'm not worried about losing either one of them. I wish them the, both the best. You know what I'm saying? But as far as losing them, nah, I'm cool. I, have I would never take heard. Matt Nagy back, though. Okay. I, I have never heard of a Chiefs fan base this be this concerned over a quarterback coach. I have never heard this from our fan base, man. Like, that's not a big concern to me. I'm sorry. At the end of the day, the offense is Andy Reid's baby. You know what I mean? He's going to call most of the shots regardless. No matter who the coordinator is, no matter who the quarterback coach is, I'm not concerned. Andy Reid's coach of trees, like, one of the largest in the NFL in general. So, that's not moving me. Hey, Chuck. And we know that because that's why Andy didn't run the ball second half on that game, oh, right? God. Tell me about it. God. We can't Just go back tell there. Me about it. We can't go oh, back I'm, there. Okay, okay, okay. We can't go okay, back. Okay. All right. <laughs> Forward. <laughs> but for real, yeah. yeah. But so Nagy, yeah, but yeah I... I'm cool with Nagy coming back. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. This was pretty good with him. At this point, I'm just like, whatever, man. You know what I mean? Like, if they bring Matt Nagy back, cool. If they find somebody else uh, that can do the job, well, cool. But at the end of the day, it's Andy Reid's at the controls. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not going to affect the offense to me. Like, uh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, he'll be back to Patrick Mahomes, I believe. You know what I mean? Yes. At, least he, at least he said that in the Pro Bowl interview. I mean, I saw that. You know what I mean? At least that's what he said. So, um, Kevin, that's what we all want is for the D coordinator to get changed more than the O coordinator. Yeah. I think we all agree with that, right? Yeah, definitely. We'd love to Let's see see. them shake things up in defense more than just a defensive line coach. Okay. If you can bring Is is Flores, is he blackballed though? You think he gets the job? Nah, he's he's blackballed, man, because like anytime you sued, you going after the NFL and everything. That means you're risking your job, you're risking your career. So, I mean, it's basically the same thing with Colin Kaepernick when um, he got a settlement with the NFL. He got his bread. So, we haven't heard anything from him since. He hasn't been able to get a job with the NFL since. So, Brian Flores, he said he understood that from the get-go, you know, once he decided mm-hmm. to make this move. So, I think that's what it is with Flores. This All right, let's, let's talk about it for a little bit. Um we all know the Rooney Rule is it's more than a sham, but at the same time, it's a sham. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we get it. It's a you sham. got to interview a minority <laughs> guy. You know what I'm saying? But look, prior to all this, as soon as they hired the dude from Buffalo, we already knew who the coach was going to be. Like, everybody knew Brian Dayball was going to be the coach. Like, why are we even trying to hide that fact? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it was pretty much a sham interview. He wasn't going to get the job. We all knew Brian Dayball was going to get the job. How Brian, uh, how uh, Belichick knew, that's something that I would want to talk about. Like, how did he know he was going to get the job before 
You know what I'm saying? Before you even interviewed, I don't know if that was a setup. That's the that's the shaky part right in there. That 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 the hoodie called him and was like, "Yo, I heard you got the job." Yeah. Like, where did you hear that? From? Where you hear that from? You know what I'm saying? Like, so, and then the John Elway thing. Mm. Yeah, it's it's pretty much the same thing, but we all knew it was a sham interview. Let's just you know, let's talk and get it over. Let's hear your thoughts and all that. But we we already know who we gonna hire. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the Rooney rule needs to be fixed. Yeah, but you can't make you can't force these uh, owners to hire black coaches. We wish it was different, and we wish everybody got a fair shake. But the reality is, everybody's not gonna get a fair shake, bro. No matter what your credentials are or your resume, they already know who they want before they before you go in an interview. You know what I'm saying? Like so, unless somebody comes in, when the last time somebody came in an interview, it was blown away. Like, oh my god, he's. Man, I was thinking about Boogie, but shoot, Chuck came in here and killed this interview. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the real world. It's not football. I think we need more minority owners, more minority front office guys, more minority GMs, and that's when the coaches start coming. You know what I'm saying? So I think they try to fix it in the middle, but the problem's at the top. You feel me? Right. So until we get that figured out to where we can get some minority owners, whether they – you don't have to own the whole team, but if you got 20% of the team, 30% of the team, you know what I'm saying? You know, start spreading it out. It's too many old white men running the league. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, it's just, that's not the world we live in. It's more black people and Mexicans and Asians than it is white people. You know what I'm saying? At this point in time, they kind of becoming a minority. You know what I'm saying? But it's not, NFL doesn't reflect real life when it's 80% players and 1% ownership. Like, it, how does that make sense? You feel me? I'm saying yeah. you feel me a lot. I've been watching West Coast either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah. But yeah, but I just want to see time. actions. Yeah. I just want to see yeah. actions more than just words. And, you know, Goodell put out that memo, but it's like, cool. Is this going to go anywhere? Like, are you just doing this for PR? Like, to save face? Like, yeah. just don't. To me, like, that's almost more disrespectful putting something out like that again when we've seen this so many times. Like, Actions, actions, actions. So I think the Rooney rule needs to change. I totally agree with country, but, and I think there's just a lot of, we got to change like the ownership through the NFL. So uh, I don't know. It's a frustrating uh, hamster wheel. I feel like we're on. Yeah. And I want to go back to, um, you know, BJ's earlier comment um, saying that um, the owners shouldn't be told how to be told how to do their jobs. I'm like, okay, yeah. Like they, they own the team. They get to do where they want with it. Right. Our point is that, you know, don't try to use the Rooney rule and abuse it like how the Giants just did. Like, you know, you know that Brian Dable had the job and then you brought this guy anyway. That's what we saying. Like, you can't use the Rooney rule in that manner. You know what I mean? That's just that's just going too far. And that's just that's just wrong. I'm sorry. It's wrong. I mean, I know I know life is not fair and everything, but to do Brian Flores like that. You know, after we clearly see he's more than qualified to be a, still be a head coach of the league, like the Dolphins, it was just a bunch of garbage down there. He was still winning games with them, 
And then you hear about this stuff about the owner, Stephen Ross, allegedly offered him 100K to lose, you know what I mean, for every game that he loses or whatever. And then, you know, the unnamed quarterback he wanted him to meet was Tom Brady, you know what I mean? I see some people was talking about Deshaun Watson. No, it's Tom Brady. And then people want to bring up this old this stuff about Deshaun Watson that's yet to be true and all that. But anyway, that's besides the point. Um, at the end of the day, I'm with country. We need to be more concerned about ownership. You know what I mean? Like, and not just have one black owner. We need to have more than one black owner. I think we should start with it like at least three to five. Three to five minority minority black owners in the league. And like um BJ said in the comments, like you know, Carolina or Denver, those are definitely two teams that um, could use some black owners, you know, start there and everything. So, and then, like, I agree with Caleb's comment, too. Um, the black coaches are just getting these jobs where the team is rebuilding. So they got to build the team up. And then when the team is um, a playoff contender or is on the cusp of making the playoffs, the coaches, the black coaches are getting fired. So it's just crazy how the black coaches get, like, a shorter leash um, in all professional sports in general, you know what I mean, when it comes to building a team and trying to turn it around, like you can't even give you're not even giving them a chance to compete for a championship, and that's wild to me. Yeah, which we, is another we are course. getting a lot of minority GMs. The last three guys been like uh, <clears throat> uh, Poles in Chicago, uh, the kid out in Minnesota, and um, um, who's a, it was another, wasn't it another black GM just hired? Minnesota. I don't know. Um, but we starting to we they starting to spread out. There's a lot of black assistant coaches. But I mean, hey man, give them a shot, man. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> if you interview them, interview them with an open mind. Maybe they'll come in there and blow you blow your mind. You know what I'm saying? But the way the world is set up, bro, we already know what what battles we already fighting. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's gotta change, bro. It's gotta be more fair. We got to get some black ownership. We got to get some black people in power, some black presidents, some black GMs. You know what I'm saying? Ain't and, this what Jay-Z was supposed to be doing, bringing awareness to all this? Man, Jay-Z, man, Jay-Z a phony when it comes to stuff like that. <laughs> oh, wow. Forget I ain't going to even man. comment because I don't even derail the show with that comment. But okay. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> He, he was supposed to bring awareness to this, though, right? So, I mean, maybe they'll let him get a team. But Bruh, they said they Jay-Z got witnesses to that Miami Dolphins stuff. Jay-Z yeah. is a phone. Okay. Hey, uh, Steven Ross Miami, might be Miami Dolphins. Job. He's the owner. Yeah. They'll make him sell. That's what I'm saying. So, maybe yeah, we'll yeah. get one of those teams. They'll try to uh, – what's that, Robert? Is it Jones? Johnson? Trying to buy the Broncos? Uh, yeah, uh, Denver's up for sale right now. So. I thought it was a different minority black owner trying to buy the Broncos. Why Why the Redskins um, – oh, my bad. Why the Commanders haven't had a new owner is, is – I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I That's all he got that since that I have time, so you show right. The Commanders. <laughs> I think it's – I think it's – he didn't got us some um, – some programs like it's not okay it's not the change but what it is what what change did you expect them to bring though the only change i, I expected them to bring was some more money to jay-z pockets 
I don't think Jay Z the only one getting his pockets lined though. I mean, but of he's not, the but... forefront of it, right? Yeah, yeah he's the face of it. Yeah, you got to use it as a I, I, get, I get that point. I think I think that he's done a lot of things like on the grassroots level and under the under the radar that they not they not exposing that. They're not gonna talk about that. But all they talk about is the Super Bowl halftime show, which is I mean, okay, and if that's the only thing you're gonna talk about, then then it's fair to criticize him. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a Jay-Z fan, a big time Jay-Z fan. I think that they've done a lot of donations to local uh, grassroots organizations. They they've done a lot of that to help our inner city kids and all that stuff. Oh, but God. it's not enough for Charles. I can tell by his face. Oh, so God, go ahead. Man. listen, dog, <laughs> man, Jay Z a phony. I'm sorry. After that inspired change stuff they was doing, what turned me off is that you got all these kids all of a sudden needing to cut their dress just to make themselves. Um, you know, look more presentable or whatever. I mean, we have seen plenty of nice gentlemen who had dreads and gotten top-tier jobs and all that. Like, man, that's some bull, dog. Like, FJZ for that, man. I'm sorry. And, like, another thing. Right. The, only, the only thing real change, the only, the only thing, the only, way, the only way we're going to get real change on this subject is if the black players go ahead and boycott. Now, I know some people are going to be like, well, the NFL is going to find replacement players. I'm like, it's not going to hit the same, bro. Believe me, it's not going to hit the same, dog. Like, because majority of the league is black, man. They the one bringing in these owners' money. You know what I mean? Just based on them, just based on their performance for the most part. Chuck, Do you think that'll ever happen, though? I don't want to call them scary. Uh, they scary. I'm going to say it. I was just <laughs> I'm going to say it for respectfully. You. I don't want to call NFL players scary, but. It's the difference between NFL players standing on stuff and NBA players standing on stuff. They don't got the power in the NFL like the players in the NBA do. I don't think they're going to stand for something like that. I don't even think it would be fair for us to even expect them to because the system, man. It's a system. Even the NBA folded. They folded too, right? I mean, they was about to do it. They folded like, oh, we just going to – they decided to go ahead and continue to play in the bubble when they really could have made a huge statement. But it is what it is, so, dog. So, but yeah, see, but the problem. NBA the players problem. stand on more stuff than NFL players. So it just looks that way, bro. Believe me. No, nah, it just looks that know. way on TV. But see, that's what I'm saying. So how can we be mad at Jay Z and then say, "Well, Jay Z was supposed to change it"? That's one guy. But then bro, we got nine hundred players that's not doing anything. Bro, Jay Z got Jay-Z used, money, bro. bro. Jay Z got used, fam. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's the only reason why we got mad. Like, bro, like Roger Goodell just use you, dog. They, they use you to take the hit, bro. Hmm. So anyway, uh, what else? What else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Besides that, uh, weak ass Pro Bowl game, whatever. Um, <laughs> bro, I see like, one highlight. When he got the pick six, Winfield, and they really yeah. just walked him into the end zone. I said, "I'm not watching this." Listen, man. Yeah. At this point, we need, they just need to put. They need to make it seven on seven and have an offensive lineman, defensive lineman competition. Don't That's even play or a don't game. have the game or don't even don't right. even play, don't play a game. game. Don't even have that. No. Just, just just make it just, all skill competition, races, yeah. dodgeball, all that type of stuff. Don't even play a game. Don't don't play yeah. a game. Why? 
Don't they like test out a few new rules or do anything or like that? Let let them do something with fans. Yeah. My fault, Kyle. No, you're good. Yeah, look out fans. I think some do they ever like test out new rules or anything when they're doing Pro Bowl stuff or yeah, for there to be a reason for the that's for there to be a game? Like, can they just get rid of it? Get rid of yeah, game. I'm with you, country. Just get rid of the game. It's silly. I was watching hey, it. They were just going through the motions. Play, play, play rock and jump softball or something. Like, just yeah, do bring rock and jump bang. Bring just do events for like fans yeah. and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, let the fans mm-hmm. participate. You know what I'm saying? Let them see their favorite players. Make it a road show or something. Put it in a different stadium. You get to interact with fans. It's just like a fan fan mode, like you do in Super Bowl. Don't play a game. Nobody wants to play the game. Yeah, Nobody wants to get hurt. You know what I'm saying? They don't, right. they don't even let the fans game, come in, do a couple plays, man. Imagine being able to guard Tyreek on on the little go route or something, man. <laughs> Catch a pass from Mahomes or something. I mean, oh, you see, one thing. You see him get burnt in the uh, sprint competition or whatever. I don't even think he was trying. He wasn't. People are all getting no, no, I know, so, like, but I'm saying like people are just gonna take it and they're running with it, and I'm like, he's not even like he's clearly not even trying. He, then, he wasn't at all. Yeah. Do you want to know why how he wasn't trying? He wasn't trying because he was lined up like in his wide receiver stance. Everybody else was lined up in like they track stance or whatever, like they about to run a uh, hundred meters. Bro, he had on a hoodie and sweats. He was right. not trying. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> and he still, and he still was in the race, like. Yeah. Never mind. He was definitely not trying. Right. People trying to run with it. But but do those type of things. I forgot about that catch. You said what? (laughs) No, they're gonna have kids. Moss. Oh, okay. (laughs) That is funny. Uh, do do the dodgeball. Do the races. Do softball or whatever. Do the quarterback. Bring back the quarterback skills challenge. Bring that back. And and just make a weekend of it with just some interactive fan type of stuff. Get somebody to do a concert. Everybody talking about Jay-Z. Jay-Z put on a concert during the weekend. That's the Pro Bowl. Nobody cares either other way. Okay, we can have Mozzie gum then. <laughs> Mozzie. <laughs> Come on, man. We trying to do social justice, man. We ain't trying to hear no Jay-Z right now, man. He had his chance. <laughs> Straight okay. up, man. I get all my social justice from Drake. <laughs> exactly. Listen, I'm not advocating for Drake. I already know what Drake man, is. Man, come on, man. Today. I was trying to end, end that segment. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't about to keep it going. I was about to be done. But anyway. Go ahead, bro. But anyway, man, um, yeah, let, let's move on and let's get to the nitty gritty, man. Let's go on here and review this regular season. Um, so, Week one, we went up against the Cleveland Browns. Um, you know, it was kind of a back and forth game. Cleveland came out the gate, you know what I mean, jumped out to a big lead on us. You know, they was looking pretty good. Um, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, they both was getting their running game off a bit. And then in the second half, you know, the Chiefs, they got some they got things rolling offensively, and then they made a couple of key defensive stops. Um, I know I know one um Actually, the Chiefs caught a break on one. Uh, Cleveland was actually trying to punt the ball, and the punter bobbled the ball, and the Chiefs got a great field position out of that. And that's when things started to click all of a sudden. 
And then, uh, then of course, uh, we talk about Dirty Dan being the Robert Ori of football at the time. Um, you know, he got the Baker pressing him, Baker threw an interception, and the Chiefs sealed out, sealed out the win. But besides that, you know, uh, Patrick and Tyreek, they put up huge numbers in that game. Um, you know, Tyreek. <laughs> that, like, like, mainly that main highlight when uh, Patrick was rolling to his right and he threw it, like, almost across the field, and Tyreek uh, caught a one-on-one, took off, so. That was the biggest highlight of the game right there. So do you think that was that game was a microcosm of Cleveland season? They started off hot and they it just it just fizzled down to the end. Wasn't that like a snapshot of their whole season? I mean, it was a sign of things to come, maybe. Yeah. Also for the Chiefs, too. Don't don't get it twisted, because they started off cool, then the offense fizzled. And then the defense fizzled, but then they pulled it out at the end. That's kind of a a snapshot of their whole season too. So, yeah, good I game know, though. Like Very the, entertaining game though. It was a good game, but like at the end of the day, like the Browns ended up scoring twenty nine points in that game. So I think for me, it was I was looking back over that game, and I'm like, this was such a reflection of what our defense was kind of like all season. Like letting them score, tw- like the Browns scored twenty nine points. Like when you think about like what the Browns season was overall and you think about how they came out week one and scored 29 points on us, you're kind of like, that's not great from a defensive standpoint. Um, so that was kind of – I know Nick Bolton came out really strong. That was like his first game of the season being a rookie, and he came out. I think he maybe broke a record or something, had a bunch – I don't know. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember correctly. Um, a Chiefs record, record maybe for yeah. most tackles by a rookie. Um, so I think he had like – he proved – pretty early on that he was going to be a great addition. But overall, the defense still – I was like, they scored 29 points when I was looking back at the score. I was like, yikes. Uh, yeah, that, was, so. that was a game when uh, Tyron, Tyron was out with COVID. So yeah. um, he, he missed that game. Missed game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that felt uh, like, like one of those games just going – we picked up right where we left off last year, getting back in it at the end. And then Browns being the Browns, but yeah, like you said, that was a the future. A little shot of the future, though. It set us up, huh? <laughs> it was a setup. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so and then like so, and then like before um and then like before um you know the game you know actually started or whatever um you know that Friday when um all of us is on there previewing with BJ, you know, there were some people that was on the Cleveland Browns bandwagon, and I was like, man, this looked like a team that's not going to be able to handle success. And sure enough, they couldn't handle success this year, and they didn't get back to the playoffs. So, I mean, it was just too much hype behind Cleveland. I felt like it just felt that way. I think I'm actually on the show saying that 2-53, to they probably had a better team than we did. Yeah. I think we kind of agreed. I don't know if we agreed on that, but I think it was like I didn't even you got a nice roster. You didn't. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean the roster was cool, but I wouldn't say I wouldn't say like they was gonna be world beaters and everything. Like the talent is there, but you know, I just I, I just felt like Baker Mayfield wasn't gonna be able to carry it over, and he no. he really didn't. And yeah, he was dealing with the injury this year, his shoulder and all that, but. There, there was some throws where I don't think his shoulder um, was was going to be an issue. He just missed guys, man. Like him and Odell never got on the same page, 
and Odell finally got out of there. He's having success in L.A. right now. Um, just things just did not click for Cleveland all season long. They they just went through a lot. So with injuries too. Were there expectations not to be where Cincinnati is, but weren't they supposed to be a Cincinnati type team? We're gonna sneak up on some people. We're gonna steal some wins. We're going to make some noise in the playoffs. I'm not saying we're going to win the Super Bowl or all that stuff, but they had a very, very disappointing season from where the hype of this Yeah, Cleveland game. didn't sneak up on nobody. At all. <laughs> As a matter of fact, yeah, they got Cincinnati, smacked. Cincinnati snuck up on this season. Cleveland came mm-hmm. into the season. People was picking them to go to the Super Bowl because they went yeah, to the playoffs last year. Yeah. They was talking about Baker was going to take that mm-hmm. step. So I don't think they snuck mm-hmm. up on anybody. I think they just underachieved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. They got a, they got some, they have a QB thing to work out. Definitely, they got sure. the pieces. They definitely have a good roster. To your point, but I think they need a a better leader in their QB position. He's just not it. But don't, don't worry. Nothing against Tyrod Taylor. Get there, they're gonna be perfect. <laughs> Tyrod coming back. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, Let's go. Yeah, What's the next game we had? Baltimore Sunday Night Football. Uh, we, we we treat this one off pretty bad, man. Um, it started off, you know, the Honey Badger. He got he came back off COVID and got a pick six right out the gate. Then Immediately went to work. Yeah, and then he had another <laughs> interception later on in the game. He let his presence be known early, man. Like you still one of those in the secondary in the league. Um, and then on but then on top of that, man, you know, the Ravens, they they still kind of hung in the game, but at the same time, uh the Chiefs offense, passing offense continued to hum. And, you know, Travis Kelsey continued to do his thing. Um Pringle and D Rob, they got involved and scored. Um, the Ravens did a good job of keeping holding Tyreek in check, but in the end, like what really killed the Chiefs was that we had an 11-point lead, and on third down, Patrick was just trying to do too much, man. Like, instead of just taking a sack and trusting your punter and your defense, you know, he throws the ball for grabs, and the Ravens get a pick, and they get a field position. And then, you know, essentially they took the lead, but then the Chiefs later on in the game, they had an opportunity to, you know, come back and win the game, you know, with a maybe a game-winning field goal. But, unfortunately, Clyde fumbled the ball after the two-minute warning, and – that was that. So the Ravens won 36-35. So and, this, yeah. game, this game was another snapshot of what was to come. Mm-hmm. If the offense clicking, the defense not clicking, the defense is clicking, the offense is not clicking. It was just never at the – well, later on in the season, they kind of got to this level where they were both clicking at the same – it probably was like this, but you know what I'm saying? It kind of like – it never just balanced out where they were both on the same level. But this is just another snapshot of what was to come later on. But um, and like Kevin said, this is the game. Clyde's first fumble in the NFL. Like, period. You know what I'm saying? And everybody turned on him on that fumble, which lost us the game. But Pat had some questionable plays in that game. And in this, it was the beginning of Patrick is trying to do too much. It, it, mm-hmm. This is this was one of the first games, but the offense was clicking, so we didn't, we wasn't really pointing to like, yo, Pat needs to chill. 
it was just like, uh, yeah, Baltimore was due one. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, bud. Are we going to talk about how this is probably one of the last games Honey Badger was making impact plays? Oh, we can talk about that. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Boogie. He had to yeah, play later in the that. season when he picked up that fumble, but this was his most impactful game of the season by far. And after this, it seemed like it was going down. Yeah, yeah it was, man. And also at, the same time, at the same time, man, teams were going away from him too after that after this game for a minute, like. You know, teams weren't really attacking him like that, essentially until um, the Cincinnati game. But also, but this game also exposed the uh, Chris Jones being a defensive end experiment because against Cleveland, he got a key sack late. Um, you know, what I mean, just to make <laughs> things just to make things tougher on Cleveland at the end of that game. But um, in this game in particular, you know, Lamar Jackson and then was just killing him with the RPO man, like whether Lamar kept the ball or whether Lamar handed it off to the running backs. And Chris Jones has got exposed all night, man. And Baltimore was able to run the ball successfully. A yeah. lot. <laughs> I feel I feel like this point or this, this game, we were so focused on the defense that we didn't really start looking at the offense, although it was definitely the beginning of the turnovers and – I mean, it, we had that last turnover turnover at the end of the game to lose. Well, gave him back yes. the ball. And then we go into next the following week, and it's like turnover central. So this was, wasn't was about the offense this game, but it, maybe there's some other things to pick apart there than we weren't really focusing on at the time. It was, it was cracks being shown, but the mm -hmm. offense was, was playing so good that they were still like, we could band-aid it up, but yeah. It was like the beginning of we need to rip the band-aid off. So now we are one and one and divisional rival. Was this at home? Yeah, it was no, at this home. was in was it? No. Oh, you, you you talking about Arrowhead? No, right? It was in Baltimore. No. You talking about No, no, I'm talking oh yeah. I'm sorry. We saw the Baltimore game. I was I was going to the next game. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, I'm that's why I was like, you go to the next game or are you talking about the Baltimore game? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. My bad. So, uh, Baltimore, uh, good win for them. The, the what, Lamar was 0-3 versus us up to that point? Yeah. Yeah. This was probably Lamar's best game of the season, too. I mean, it's up he to the He flipped into the end zone. <laughs> huh? Isn't, isn't this the game he flipped into the end zone? And I was yeah, like, never is. again. Yeah. I do not want to see that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ever again. <laughs> He, he was feeling himself. <laughs> he was feeling himself against them. I think I this heard his back got hurt or something from that. Yeah, then Lamar, yeah. Um, Lamar actually hurt himself when he flipped, too, because um, mm -hmm. I think that next week, you know, he was on the injury report. Um, I think it might have been his shoulder that he injured when he did that flip or whatever. So, yeah. so yeah. But but Lamar, he started out rough, but then he bounced back. You know what I mean? He made some key throws. Uh, him and Marquise uh, had something going. And then, um, and then the tiny receiver you always too. talking about, right? Yeah, Marquis. Yeah, he's a midget. He's still not a number okay. one. He's still oh. not a number one. I was but, just making sure yeah. that's who you're talking about. Okay, my fault. My fault. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. anyway. Okay, trust so... me. <laughs> trust um, me. He wouldn't be, 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 be a wide receiver one on any other problem. team. Hmm? 
You ready to go to the next game? You good? Go ahead, Kershaw. Go to the next one, bro. You got it. Go to the next one. Yo, okay. (laughs) So now we're 1-1. We beat Cleveland. We lost the Heartbreakers to the Ravens. Uh, Divisional showdown. Chargers. Herbert. Arrowhead. Primetime. Uh, that was a day game. It was a noon game. That was a noon game. game? I was actually there. It was awesome. (laughs) All right, noon game showdown. AFC wins divisional rival. Herbert versus Mahomes, round two, because he didn't play the second. So this game, um, man, I I just noticed, bro. All of these games were previewing what was going to come to happen later on towards the end of the season. And at that time, I don't think none of us noticed it, but offense gets off to a good start again, moving the ball. Mahomes goes Mahomes, and Marcus Kemp is on the field for no reason. Mm. (laughs) And it was all downhill after that interception that Marcus Kemp should have caught. And that was a preview of tip receivers, tip balls going to the other team, which was a problem the entire season, including the AFC Championship game. So they they were setting us up for what was to come, but we weren't paying attention. But this was a, a good game. It was some um, we kind of killed ourselves. Um but did kill ourselves. I think we had I think we had two turnovers in the red zone alone in that game. Like, yeah, f- we had four turnovers total in that game. Like, um, but in the red, like, no turnovers are good, but in the red zone, like, so I was actually at this game and it was, um, I sat in the end zone and got to see a few of those <laughs> awesome turnovers, but it was just like, I was just puzzled. I remember standing there the whole time and being like, this isn't the team that I know. Like, I think that's when things started to be like, oh, these turnovers are becoming more consistent. Like this defense, they still allowed 30 points that game. It's not improving over three weeks. So I think uh, it was just like things were starting to uh, come up and you were noticing things and that was not a fun feeling. But yeah, turnovers. And then this was a game that Clyde, um, he officially lost his confidence, man, because he fumbled again in this game mm-hmm. um, for a second game in a row. And then, like, before that, man, um, I'm going to go ahead and tell that Marcus Kim play. That was a whose fault was who type of play. And just you look at the replay numerous yep. times. You can make a case for Patrick, why you no looking, what you doing, or Marcus Kemp, dude, catch the damn ball or whatever. But I think I think in that situation, um, Patrick should, should just play the safe, man. I know, you, I know you're able to do that stuff. You know, you can get that highlight off and all that, but – at that time, man, you was driving, man, getting off to a good start, man. I think you just could have just looked right at him and hit him, and that would have went for a touchdown. And then um, on the second turnover, Tyreek Hill fumbled the ball. You know, he caught a pass. We was like right – we was about to get in the red zone. He caught the pass for the first down, and he fumbled, got hit or whatever. So, yeah, man, uh, just uncharacteristic turnovers. Um, and I think we was missing a couple guys this game too. Like, Traverius Ward was out. Um, Willie Gay was out, so mm. yeah, and then like Herbert, Herbert was just in the rhythm, man. Herbert yeah. was Herbert was spreading out to everybody, man. Like, whether it was Keenan Allen, whether it was Eckler on the check downs, um, 
you know, whether it was Mike Williams. Mike Williams has been the chief killer his entire career, basically. Mike Williams so, killed us uh, that game. Dude, <laughs> dude, second half, he was going crazy, man. Right. Like, he ended up with 122 yards and two touchdowns. Like, the dude was just – dude was unstoppable, man. We had no answer for him. So, was this the game we started crowning Herbert as up and coming? Because this is going to be a theme over the season, too. Lamar was yeah, up I mean, I was coming to the season thinking that with Herbert. Yeah, you was a big Chargers advocate, Boogie, before the season started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that was, Chargers. Yeah. Not, they was giving yeah, I was, I was real high on Herbert starting the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had him MVP, matter of fact, when we started our uh, – when we did our before season. Yeah, oh, like really? I said, big advocate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then, oh. I, then I told you they weren't making the playoffs. Oh, and, Chuck, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, the first show, we want to acknowledge the guests that we had. We had BJ Kissel on episode one for the Cleveland game. Uh, we had uh, – yeah. we, uh, we had Wayne Cole. Yeah, Wayne Cole and uh, yeah, Wayne she Cole for the pre on, on the, on the post game. Yeah, her she talked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She talked yeah. Um, yeah. And then we had Viva La Chiefs uh, on the Chargers <laughs> game because he's more of a Chiefs fan yeah. than a Chargers fan. Chargers, of course. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, and that um in that Ravens preview, uh, we forgot to mention y'all two was going at it by McCall Harvey. That was funny <laughs> as hell. That was funny as hell. Y'all was beefing on McCall Harvey. Man. Oh yeah, that was that game, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Boogie was demanding more, and the country's like, man, we got Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. What we want to call for you? Y'all was going back and forth for twenty minutes at least, bro. I, I would like to say I think I was wrong. I apologize, Boogie. I think. And and it showed up over the season. It, you proved me wrong. And yeah, that was the theme early. Yeah, that was the theme early. Uh, who cares about the third guy? We killing him with these two. Even though I seen something that said McCall had like 824 yards this year, which was yeah, over yeah. our bold prediction. So McCall did get it together late, but at this point in the season, it was it was a lot of question marks. And yeah. Pringle hadn't came on either at this point in the season, neither. So we when were really searching for that third guy at this point in the season. When did Fortson get hurt? Was that in this that game was, or the? That was the Washington game. He got hurt. That yeah, terrible, the that terrible the ass field. No, not the next game, but the. the that, that was the, yeah, that was after the Philly games. Uh, okay. That'll be on the next. We'll talk about that on the next episode, but. Yeah. Speaking of Jordy, speaking of Jody Fortson, he scored this game. You know, he got an end zone, so mm-hmm. that was that was cool to see. Yeah. All the fans was going crazy when he scored. Yeah, you know, he, he had a good couple of games. Yep. Yeah. And, I can't and, wait and, to see him next year. Can't yeah, wait. I know. It was, was starting to become the Jody Fortson coming out party, and and as soon as it started, and then he got hurt. Like, mm-hmm. so. After the Bills game, it was tough. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. we've discussed it, Kevin. <laughs> Who are the commanders? commanders. Anyway, <laughs> that's going to take some getting used to. That's still funny, man. 
Dan, Dan, Snyder, Dan Snyder still can't get it right, dude. Like, the fans had way better mascot suggestions. He was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm good. I got it from here, guys. Wait, that long for that shit, man? Yeah. This is I don't terrible. think we would have been happy no matter what it would have been. People would have had something to complain about. But They should have kept football team. Football team was kind of growing on me. I ain't going to even lie. It's bad, too, but it was kind of growing on me. Those jerseys are terrible. The color scheme is horrible. Oh, my like, gosh, dog. Yeah, they're going to have to change some jerseys next year. Fam, they literally jacked the XFL mascot, dog. They literally jacked the XFL team because the San Antonio caught themselves the commanders, and they jacked that hashtag. Like, dog. Like, the on. commanders, what's their mascot? A naval ship? With... I, I was like, man, is this a, is this a, is this a small soldier's? Because when I first saw it, I was like, man, is this small soldiers? <laughs> man, that, that name, that name, that logo, the color scheme, uh, it's trash. It's trash, Washington. Change it as soon as you can. Y'all need a new owner. Man, they took that jersey scheme from All Pro Football 2K8. One of those <laughs> teams, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, game four. We are one and two. <laughs> one and two. Okay. One and two. Yo, uh, the man. next game was against the Flying Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> How are you feeling at this point going in? You're one and two. We're one and two. How is everyone feeling at this point in the season? It's, I was like, it's a lot of cracks, but it's not. The offense is still performing at this time. This is the game. I think, yeah. This is the game where I remember Boogie specifically saying, we need 31 to beat the Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> this is one the yeah. offense. I was about to say, I was a little worried right now already. <laughs> hey, no, nah, Boogie, Boogie had it first. This is the game where Boogie was like, Bro, I don't care. We needed 31 to beat the Eagles. We needed all 31 of them. And and, and he was he was right. <laughs> he was right. The Eagles put up a hell of a fight. They were in that game to the end, right? I think so um, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, like we we really did to end the, the fourth. game till the fourth quarter. To the fourth you know? yeah. yeah. Longer than they should have. Yeah. I think Jalen Hurts was... ran all over us. Like, yeah, that was, that was, was that Jalen Hurt coming up, Wash? Yeah, that was a fancy yeah, football fest. That was a fancy football fest, you know, if you like fancy football. You know what I mean? Jalen and Patrick Mahomes both got their numbers. Uh, that Devontae, was the, yeah. Devontae Damn, got Tom. his numbers. Dallas Goddard got his numbers. Uh, Tyreek Hill had another monster game. He had three touchdowns this time, you know, 186 yards. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had a 100-yard 100-yard rushing game. 14 carries. So, yeah, man. Um, Stars came out to play, man, except for Travis Kelsey. Travis was held in check a bit. Um, but, you know, offense still home and Pat got his five touchdowns. So, yeah. You know what? I feel- okay, cool. Huh? So, they hired uh-huh. Mike McDaniel. Mm-hmm. Good looking, Caleb. I want to talk uh-huh. about this point, this point right here. They were in the game and then out of it and then in a then in it again. That showed up a lot this season of not putting the, your foot down on their neck. We have a habit of 
getting out to a big lead, letting them come back, get momentum, retaking the lead, and then letting them come back. Get, like, we don't stomp teams out. You know what I'm saying? We just like mm-hmm. to escape with a win. We need to get in the habit of killing folks. Like, you know, like, there's really no other way to explain it. We got to get into the habit of killing teams again. You know, like, yeah. you do not belong on the same field with us type of energy. We don't have yeah. that energy. I don't know if it's Reed or Mahomes or... That's our or identity, It's, it's Reed. It's Andy, Andy Reed, bro. It's right. Andy Reed, man. Because he did this to Alex Smith, too. This nah, is our identity, bro. I got think, the yeah, that's... I don't know. I think like you, you see that your defense has given them thirty points every game. Like you can't take your foot off the gas in, on the offense, knowing your defense is going to give away thirty points. You can't. So like I just think, and then this was the game of that. I was like, wow, our tackling is a problem. Like I feel like there were so many missed tackles in this game, and like I just think as a head coach, seeing that you can't, you gotta, you gotta keep going offensively, and they did. I mean, forty-two points, I guess. So, what was this the? Okay, Dan needs to stop starting game, or was that the Chargers game? Nah, it was. It was when did Dan so become an issue? The Bills game. I think the Bills game. We might reach that mean, point. <laughs> but but he got a class. Yeah. Oh, he was a problem from week one. Oh, we said week one. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, he, he, like, he nah, started out the gate like that. But... <laughs> Listen, I, I, yeah, I'm going to say the Bills game, too. But the Bills game is when it was like, yo, Dan cannot play anymore. Too noticeable. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. That good word. Yeah, but. <laughs> well, they exposed Dan all game. They saw they saw forty nine out there, and they were like, "Do it again." Dan was responsible for like eighteen points. Tyrese, we don't get to that in the next episode. <laughs> but God, I think this, this is the Tyrant game. Dan is a problem. Where's Juan? Yeah, so. yeah man, Juan was still in the doghouse at, um, around this time. Um, but I know in this Eagles game, man, the defense is getting killed down the perimeter, dog. Like. Like they like Philly's just doing whatever the heck they want, you know, outside of hashes. It was it was just it was just bad, bro. Like Devontae and Quez Watkins, you know, it didn't matter who was out on that perimeter. The Chiefs just getting killed defensively. This was this was a game of we won, but uh man, that don't look you know what I'm saying? Like we won the game and you feel happy that we won the game, but it's like Oh, there's some stuff there that is ugly, and that might come back to haunt us later on. And actually, these first four games was a preview of – I keep saying that, but it really was a preview yeah. of what was to come and how it was going to end. But, yeah, this is the first game where I, I distinctly – I, I don't know, whatever. I remember Boogie coming on like, man, we needed 31 points to beat the Eagles. And we was like, man, you tripping, man. We we did good. He was like, no, we needed thirty-one points to beat the Eagles, and he was right. So, the Eagles end up being a playoff team too. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. At that yeah, point yeah, in time, yeah. I didn't have them making the playoffs. No, no. 
Me neither. So uh, that's our first four game stretch. We are two and two, uh, five hundred, but it's not a confident five hundred. It's definitely not a swag five hundred. It's a why are we five hundred? Like why are we losing this much? And it's gonna get a little worse after this game. My <laughs> luck. Yeah, so look forward. I don't want to see. So look forward to this, part two. Part yo, two this next game man. coming up, we might skip it because we ain't even nothing to talk about it. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think. I don't think I was emotionally ready to um, dig into all these games again. I gotta really. I'm it's like sweating fun, again. Though. I can't do it. No, I'm scared. I w- I wish. Next time, I'm, I'll, I'll promise I'm going to look and, and find out who we picked as players of the game and all that stuff so we can really analyze that, too. But, uh, yeah, it was it was a shaky. What was your concern level at this time? Boogie's was high. Boogie probably was at a seven already. <laughs> I was, like, at a yeah. three. Uh I was at like a six, but I was positive just because I have faith in our, like, I was like, they're going to figure it out. Like, this is like still in that mode. Like, this sucks, but they're going to figure it out. So I was concerned, but not like pull the alarm concern quite yet. <laughs> well, it, I had my opinions. <laughs> it yeah, is the darkness the before dawn, and it was about to get really, really. <laughs> Yeah, we used to do the whole month of October, which was like oh, <laughs> such a dark month for Chiefs Kingdom. Look, I'm not doing the Tennessee game, so I don't even want to. <laughs> Just put it under. Yeah, throw up the tape. <laughs> we skipping that game. Ain't nothing to talk about. <laughs> nah, we got to talk about that one, unfortunately. We we, we got to go through it, y'all. We got to go through it, y'all. We can't be skipping yeah, games, man. man. We got to exercise this demon, man. I think the more we break down these games, the better you'll feel. I mean, well, it'll still hurt, but the better you'll feel about how the season ended because we should have saw it coming, for real. Honestly. We're healing. We're healing. Yeah, yeah, healing. This is healing therapy. You know what I'm saying? Sit down on the couch and talk with your boys and get Hey, yo, I just remember something about this Philly game, dog. Like, Chris, like, you remember right before that the- Chris – was that the Thompson right, game? Oh, hold on. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on, second. hold on a second. Hold on I just remember something about the Philly game. Right before the half, Chris Jones out here trying to pick up the ball and run with it. Like, fall on it, dog. We got a chance to get a field goal right before the half. What the hell oh, yeah, doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That was the fun. That's, that's the on the blue. That's shocking the blue for the year. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. What are you doing? This was the start of Clyde having a, a good run of games, though. Because he definitely ran hard in this Philly game. And in the next game, no. Chargers. No, got, it got, yeah, it got ugly. Chargers he had, Philly, like, I think he had. Yards. Wasn't it like three weeks in a row? Was yeah. it? Did he do it Chargers, in the Ravens game? Philly. Yeah, Ravens game. was Chargers in Philly. No, I wasn't the Bills because. He got hurt in the Bills game, right? Um, I can't remember. I don't remember. I can't remember. But I, yeah, he did get hurt in the Bills game because that next game, um, Daryl Williams started. So yeah, it was the Bills game. He got hurt. Okay, yeah. so he did have a little streak of hundred yard games going. He, he, yeah, Char- 
it was Chargers in Philly. Chargers in Philly, he was uh coming along, you know, and then yeah. uh, we got hurt in that Bills game. So, but man, I'll, but also looking back on these four games, dog, Mike Hughes was getting roasted, bro. He was getting roasted, Woo. dog. That was turning into a burnt marshmallow, <laughs> fam. <laughs> That's the theme all season, too, right? Right. Yep. Yeah, for yep. the most part, yeah. <laughs> Came back but, to haunt us again. <laughs> if Mike Hughes is on the field, put your tallest receiver on him. Oh, yeah, it's done. With <laughs> but how many guys at this point are we like, if this person's on the field, oh, if this person's on the field, like, I feel like this was becoming a theme, at least for me, because there's a few guys, and I don't want to be mean, that I was like, get them out. <laughs> and yeah. I still feel that way. I still feel that yeah. way. But yeah. I feel like the list kind of was like, okay, another guy, like, get him off. The- I don't know. It was uh, Neiman, yes. Dirty oh, Dan. Wow. Yep. Hughes. Yep. And who else? I don't know. I know. Was, was... Oh, we we definitely wanted we was over Chris Jones at the end by this time. I think we was, yeah. it was over at that point. Yeah. Yeah, it was done with. It was done with. But mainly those three, yeah. We wanted them off the field, hey. bro. Like look. Congratulations, Justin Herbert, promo MVP. Good job. Good job. Yeah. Okay. Chargers, char- Chargers stay getting consolation prizes. So, oh, bro, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're gonna win oh, the offseason again too. They're gonna right. win the offseason again too. So, um, yeah, man, hell of a ride. It's gonna get worse after this, but stay locked in with us. We're gonna get through these next four. These next four is ugly. <laughs> Ugly, 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 ugly. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what's gonna happen. Yeah, these next four is bubble sparks, baby. These next four is bubble sparks. <laughs> Booty challenge. <laughs> no. Kylie, take us out. <laughs> what? No. Oh, <laughs> Well, that is going to do it. We wrapped up the first four games of the season. It's going to be – got some fun games to cover coming up. So, uh, I don't know. <laughs> next week, next week, I'm bringing chocolate ice cream and tears. <laughs> Bring the Kleenexes because you're going to need them. I'm sure you're going to In a blanket. <laughs> But we know what though, we're all here together and we're all gonna get through it together. You know? We're here for you guys. We're here for it. <laughs> ah! Yo, like and subscribe. Um, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Spreaker, um, Anchor. We are everywhere. Kingdomcast.com is coming real soon. We're working on it. Um, so stay tuned and we love y'all, man. Even though y'all was in the comments calling me all type of names because we lost that Cincinnati game, I still love y'all. I still love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and also share this episode on all your social media platforms to the next episode. We out of here, y'all. Peace. Peace.